0: Hey, what's good, people? This is Sports Debate Tuesday. I'm back with Timmy B. This is episode 98 or 99. Who cares, man? The UFC 295 is coming up, and we got to talk about it. Buckle up, people. The episode starts right now. It's good, Timmy B.? What's up? Yes, you only you, me, and this cat are crazy enough to be doing this on Tuesday afternoon. But here we come, people. This is an NY Varsity Sports presentation. This is Sports Debate Tuesday. Along with my man, Timmy B, I'm Jason DeBeas, and we're going to talk some shop. We're going to talk some MMA. More exclusively, we're going to talk the UFC. Someday we got to get someone in there, man. I got to I gotta get that DAZN, those DAZN credentials, and then we'll start yeah, yeah. doing that more. Because after all, both of our favorite fighters is still there right Demetrius Johnson yeah there we go I hope I mean I really hope he can get that video game sponsorship back or something like that I remember when he's in the UFC and they were a lot remember remember before the um the sponsor thing he was killing it as a gamer man they were they were loving DJ
1: he still does a bunch of twitch stuff though right I think he's always on twitch I think so so I mean like he's killing it in his own right yeah he's made his billions of dollars well, you can call him and ask
0: him. I mean, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> come on, you got him on speed dial, right? Um, <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I've never tried to reach out to him. I've never tried to reach out to Demetrius. I yeah. always figure he's just like outside my stratosphere. Yeah. My podcast, you know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, one he day,
0: he don't even come on Ariel. You know what? <laughs> he doesn't Forget even come it. on Ariel's show, right?
1: <laughs> he doesn't.
0: I've have you ever seen him on Ariel's show? I've, maybe a couple oh, of years you know ago. What? So, you know what's
1: funny, though, is that Bobby Green mm-hmm. had a, had a long-standing thing where he would not go on Ariel's show, and he came on mine.
0: There you go. So- yeah just
1: because you can't get on ariel doesn't mean you can't get on the fight insight podcast baby. well
0: we're actually going to talk to ariel uh, about ariel at the end him and chael son had a little bit of a spat, yeah. and i thought we could have a little bit of fun with that wherever Errol... yeah. only in the end for Ariel, let's say oh i gave these 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 randos their shine i mean i'm i'm already going to say that so this way he got nothing left to say but when <laughs> if, it, if it ever happens but i will say big up to that man because he was a pioneer there was a time when he was the only person of doing course. this down that you know yeah. what i'm saying down from the beginning and and um, anyone that knows anything about me, I'm, I'm fair. Uh, but my like and my dislike for someone doesn't affect my critical thinking skills. So I respect the dude. Sometimes I don't like him. Sometimes I do it is what it is. Such is life. Um, yeah. Alright, so we're gonna talk about that. And of course, we're gonna have our pick six or should I say pick five and one fly under the radar our original idea. But first things first. We got a lot of good main events coming up. Just announced a couple of days ago uh, as of this podcast. We have a January main card, a main event. We have a February main card, main event. And we have a, a March main card, main event in the form of Sugar Sean O'Malley versus Cheeto Vera uh, with Drykas Duplessis and Vulcan, um, Alexander Volkanovsky against Elia Toporia. Um,
1: now. Wait, these... wait, wait. Hold on. You missed Driscus Duplessis versus. Oh, okay. Oh my! Sean our man Strickland. Sean
0: Strickland. Because I got my—I thought I had the Sean covered. Strickland, yeah. don't come to my house with that body odor and tra- threaten to beat me up. I right, chill. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Strickland's our Stone Cold Steve Austin, except he does—he's not trying to beat up the boss. <laughs> you know,
1: he really well, is. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but, and that's in Toronto. That's in my hometown, baby. What? So,
0: that's right. Yeah, that's.
1: <laughs> I mean, the yep. fact that he, the fact that they're bringing a ufc pay-per-view to toronto in mm-hmm. january
0: mm-hmm.
1: is the stupidest thing on the planet I, i'm just gonna say that right now like even as a person in toronto i don't want to be going downtown waiting outside in the freezing cold could be a blizzard that day i don't know what super bowl weekend
0: that. too yeah i mean why would you yeah why would you freaking bring it to toronto
1: in unless they just want the only reason i'm thinking is because they want to show that they're in a snowy environment because that would be unique for them like when they're doing the shots of the arena and stuff Mm -hmm. yep like to have it be snowy and stuff but odds are you're going to get like a disgusting polluted area with a bunch of like slush which is what we normally have so you're not going to get the beautiful winter wonderland i don't know but anyways it's a weird thing it really is later
0: so Listen. So these champions—I mean, you want to talk about cementing their like their their um, brand to main event status? They've done that. Where are the challengers who are not only deserving, but as far as championship matches happen to happen to go, they're at the right place at the right time. So with that being said, sixty seconds. We're going to do our lightning rounds. You get a whole minute for this. Which one of these three main events are you most looking forward to? Um, and oops. Here we go again. Sorry about that. Man, I got to fix this. I, I'm on chroma key, right? But I'm supposed yeah. to be on luma key for this. And sorry, let's switch to lumi key. And cool. Now, our now our minute can come up.
1: Watch this.
0: Ah, 60 seconds, brother. Which one are you looking forward to go? Ah,
1: <laughs> oh, man, you know what? The DDP versus Sean Strickland is a really good one that should be my pick especially because i'll probably be there in person if ufc gives me media credentials you bastards well they uh, should just ask but,
0: uncle dana but the,
1: pro- but the problem is that i like both of them so i'm going to be upset no matter who loses uh or who wins it doesn't matter i'm going to be like happy but sad so i'm going to say that my pick for my favorite one is going to be o'malley versus cheeto vera because Sean O'Malley has been kicking ass. He's been making me lots of money as I keep betting on him as the underdog. Now, on this one, for sure, he's going to be the favorite. So I probably won't make my millions that I'm used to. But Sean O'Malley, very exciting fighter. I think he destroys Cheeto. I don't think Cheeto's been looking that great lately. And I think Sean O'Malley's only getting better and better. Sean O'Malley's the guy to watch, man.
0: Nice. Your timing is awesome. There goes the horn. All right. So. I'm going to go one minute on this. Now, I'm going to go with you, Shalom, Shana Melanchito Vera, for all of the same reasons, but... Uh, um, I'm very, very curious. Not which which Sean O'Malley is going to show up. The real question is, which Cheeto Vera is going to show up? If you remember Cheeto Vera in the beginning, the hungry Cheeto Vera was murking Frankie Edgar, that, that was head kicking, whatever. And I saw a little less less hunger and aggression and that thing that brought him to the table. The last match, the one of the one one of them he lost, I think I believe, which actually got him out of title contention. The man won every fight except for that one, including Sean O'Malley. I remind everybody. I mean, Sean O'Malley had a little bit of injury, but I. I I think that was Hungry Cheeto Vera. I don't see Hungry Cheeto Vera this yeah. time. Um, and, But if that changes between then and now, I mean, it is November, if that changes where he, you know, I, I saw him in the MMA Hour. He was really upset at some of the things that Sean O'Malley literally called Ariel, and Ariel, of course, the instigator that he is, asked for permission to put him on speakerphone. No, and Sean O'Malley's going to say yes, but let's not ignore some of these matches with Volkanovski. Uh, um, two deserving people, skill set, okay. styles make matchups. That shouldn't be ignored, and I know they're not moving the needle, and there's no big, huge story to tell. Those are just two, a deserving champion versus a deserving challenger. Right? Um Sean Strickland, Duplessis, there's a little bit of a story to, to tell there too, as well. And but and again, Duplesis is deserving. So that's why I was excited to talk about this. These are very three three very deserving challengers uh, who uh right. They as far as meritocracy is concerned, can his, there's no one in this mix that didn't deserve it, right? Think about it. Vera only lost one match.
1: Yeah um, and, and, and
0: his run to this championship.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, <laughs> sure. In I mean, Puriya, it don't mean he's gonna win. It's just,
0: I'm just saying he deserves to get his butt kicked if, we, yeah. if he's if yeah. he's if he is who we think he is.
1: And the important thing is that we're getting a different matchup. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see him versus. I don't want to, I'm tired of the rematches. I don't want to see rematches anymore. What What's great about these three fights that they have lined up? Mm-hmm. All of them are original matchups, uh, mind you. The the Cheeto Sean O'Malley is a rematch, but that's from years ago, right? right? Which, he Which he won. Which he won, by the way. Yeah, I don't like seeing the immediate rematches. Is what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. all three of these are fresh new contenders for that title in this moment. So right. that's what I'm excited for.
0: And I don't think there'll be a, a rematches uh, after any of these matches. I think, I, I think, unless someone d- Vol- no, the- no 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 unless
1: loses, if Volk loses, it's immediate rematch, right? I think because so. he's been champion for so long, it doesn't matter that that will be his third loss in a row. Mm-hmm. It's.
0: I wonder. Like, let's say. Let's say Tapuri Tup- uh, dominates for like, f- you know, almost all five rounds and finishes him in a fourth, right? It, maybe there won't be if it, if he gets caught in the beginning. Uh, um, yeah, no, you. I mean, look, I'm I'm sitting here skirting around an answer. We both are. You both you have already answered.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry, crap. He already beat. No, sorry, he beat Yair Rodriguez in between the two Islam losses. Right, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it still doesn't change my mind he still will have lost three or four, but they'll still give him an immediate rematch because he's a company man. He's done what the UFC has asked him. He's taken those short mm-hmm. notice fights. He's he's put his name on the line, put his legacy on the line. Mm-hmm. So and, so, and, so, and I, do, he, If he loses right. via first, second knockout via four minutes and 59 second knockout in the fifth, mm-hmm. after he gets dominated for five rounds, I still say he gets his rematch. I do too. Yeah. yeah.
0: I wasted our time even talking about it when you already answered it. You you, you, you really, really did. And Volkanovski, I, I think I just want to remind people, okay, he lost two of his three matches, but one of those matches many people thought he won, all right? I know we're all prisoners yeah. of the moment, and we can only remember the Volkanovski that got KO'd, uh, um, brutally KO'd by Islam Makachev, but let's not let's pump the brakes here, all right? That's the, the, the first time I've ever seen him finish in that form. I haven't checked his win-loss r- record as far as him, his losses being finishes or, 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 or KOs, but... Guys, he, this this is a guy who a lot of people thought that he got the rematch because a lot of people thought he won the first one. I did not. Right. I, I thought Makachev won, okay? I'm just saying that up front. But but close enough to talk about, very deserving champion, and like you said, very deserving rematch. Cool, man. Yeah. Since we both got our hard stop, let me, let me move on to the next one because there's so much to talk about with the other things, all right? Now, this topic, this is topic two. I'm dedicating this one to the light heavyweight division. Alright, which might be some of the, some people's least favorite division right now. The light heavyweight division has had a lot of peaks and valleys. Alright, in the last four years, it has been the weakest division and we can discuss why the why um, after we get our, our we address this topic as we continue to go. But there was a time when it was not only one of the strongest divisions, but the staple of the USC legends like Shogun, transcendent athletes, you know, like, like Chuck Liddell, even, even ultimate fighter winners, made the division and put the UFC out of the red, and into the black. And then salute to that feat. This topic is for them. So my man, Timmy B, so glad to have you, brother, who are your top five light heavyweights of all time. Now I will premise this before you answer this, they don't have to necessarily be champions um yes yes thank you actually would i I, actually since you went first on the other one i'm gonna go i'll go first on this one we'll we'll switch up we'll manipulate make this seem even-handed if there is such a thing all right so for my five, my fifth, I'm gonna go to Ortiz, the Huntington Beach bad boy, who sh- a lot of people should be higher up, higher up in this. game when you take into consideration that he he ties a record for most title defenses, or at the time had five title defenses, which is a long time record, uh, which has been broken, I'm I'm, I'm sure at this point. Uh, but you, but he, I dropped him down on the list because you take into consideration that one of those matches is Elvis Sinisek and Evan Tanner. Okay, big deal. All right, number four, this guy's never been a champion. Anthony Rumble Johnson, R.I.P. God rest his soul. Look at his lineup of fighters look at Gustafson look at Texera, right and the only different the only reason why he has not been a champion is because of a guy named Daniel Cormier absolutely starch Ryan Bader all right number three Chuck the Iceman Liddell knocking people off out out on his back foot right just planting and taking people down for title defenses not to mention his transcendent nature did films brought UFC on the map with the Mohawk I gotta go Daniel Cormier and the only reason Daniel Cormier is second is because John Jones is first now if you need more than a minute <laughs> no no this no, is five no, people uh, I mean a, I ran out of time but this is five yeah, people and yeah. we can definitely spill over but go ahead
1: all right tell me all right my time starts now okay in fifth place for me, these are my next two are guy kind of guys who I foresee moving forward, but it's Anatoly Malikin, who's in one FC. He's their current light heavyweight champion. He's their heavyweight champion as well. He's champ champ. He just went down to light heavyweight to claim that title off of Reiner de Ritter, who is a massive star. Yeah. Uh, This guy is a killer. If he can stay at light heavyweight, I think he can do great things. And I think he can put one FC on the map with that light heavyweight title because that's a contender that I think would be uh, comparable to fighting in the UFC or in the Western organizations. I think he'd do really well. Anatoly Malikin. Uh, fourth place for me Vadim Nemkov he's the light heavyweight champion for Bellator for Bellator oh man un, undefeated right uh isn't he Vadim Nemkov hold on to hold, my hold, knowledge
0: yeah. yeah so how uh, about no, this no, no. clock he, man no. this is no one he's minute 17
1: and 2 17 and 2 uh Nadim Vemkov the, Vadim Nemkov very hmm. very good keep right, going time is up. No, but the hell with the. It's ain't third, a one minute okay, question. In third place, in third place, I got John Jones. Of course, you cannot leave him off the list, but I'm putting him lower down because the guy's a druggie and a cheat and a horrible human being. Daniel Cormier comes in second place for me because of everything that he did. He beat the best man. Like he was in there when he was truly uh, fighting big, big contenders. And then number one for me, I'm glad you had him on your list is Chuck Liddell. I think Chuck Liddell was just he was the guy that kept the UFC alive. He was the guy that was the face of the UFC, along with Tito as well. But Chuck, with that mohawk, just with the kind of guy he was, with the the image, the the presentation, kind of like the dad bod, the beer belly, but still knocking dudes out and kicking ass. That guy was UFC man. So that guy, for me, yeah. number one, like heavyweight. No one will ever beat him. I don't. No the, one the, can,
0: Dude, it, the back foot KOs. Ever. Like yeah. you Storm look Lumber at that Vino. and you're like, that's that doesn't seem possible. That's what no. you do to like, no, but that the, the way he was backfooting that was to like stave off people, right? Play it's yeah. almost like defense, Killer. but instead it's like a, a KO, and, yeah, and, and no. muscular dudes like drop in. Uh, I forgot, yeah. uh, um, not random man. It was an, uh, it was another guy. It was huge, just huge muscular dude. Beat Tito twice, right? And Tito, prime, prime Tito, and a great human being, prime and a great
1: human being, yeah. I I saw him, I'll give you a quick thing. I saw him while I was in Vegas, uh, Mm -hmm. a bunch of friends and us, we were at a show. This was when UFC Tough One was like kind of a thing, like not even really. You know, this is way back early on. That tells you how old I am. And then we're in Vegas and he walks into the show that we were at. Nobody pays attention to him. Like nobody knows who he is in this theater. And he walks by and I'm like, "Mm, that's Chuck Liddell. And I'm like, Chuck, hey, what's up? He goes, oh, hey, and he comes over, signs some autographs for me and a couple of other people in the front rows that were like kind of like realizing who he was. Yeah. Signs autographs really nice. The concierge has to come over and go, sir, can you please go sit down <laughs> to Chuck? Right. right? Mm-hmm. And Chuck's like, oh, OK. And then he goes off and we're all like, holy cow, what a nice guy, you know? And then in comes Randy Couture and we're like, wait, that's Randy Couture. We go, oh, no, not Randy. Sorry. Um, uh, Oh, my God, this is terrible. Podcasting the guy that um, got hit by the train. The guy, oh, uh, Matt, Hughes. Matt Hughes, Matt Hughes, Matt Hughes comes in. We're like, Hey, Matt Hughes, you know, hey, what's going on? We're big fans. He looks at us and then walks, <laughs> away like, ignores us. <laughs> a- oh, girl, like, and, and you know, he,
0: as, as as a Jesus freak, he fails in that regard. Yeah, no, this whole why, honestly, his whole honestly, life honestly to is- God and want to act like that. You don't, don't got no humility, man. I, I, I heard saying, same Chuck stories Liddell, about him, dude. Yes,
1: great dude, Chuck Liddell. So, Top, top of the list. Well, right. here's
0: what I didn't consider when I was doing this list. I didn't consider a, on a heightened level ambassadorship to the sport of mixed martial arts. In like that, <laughs> in that case, I thought. But because I didn't consider it, uh, um, looking back retrospectively, I probably have to have Chuck at number three, if not number two. Um, what I did consider, though, and I'm glad you highlighted them, I did consider fighters that fought for other promotions than the UFC, because mm. all five of my my, my top five were, were were in the UFC. But I was I was making reference to to all all-time status and yeah. off, when it's all said and done i think he probably passes tito on this list right Uh rumble rumble i mean it's easy to pass on his list because he's never won a championship right, right, right and right. and as you notice in my 60 seconds i didn't spend a lot of time on daniel cormier and john jones for obvious reasons you don't because have to you don't, yeah. because the rival rivalry was so recent and it was so settled and and so settled at the end with the with with the drug abuse, and then the 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 picograms of performing hence enhancing drugs, and just the emotional trauma uh that Daniel Cormier yep. had to go through like all right I lost to this guy I accept the loss two days later he tests positive It's like do I accept the loss and I'm like god I can't he's like I can't just have a fight with this guy and win or lose and walk away yeah. there's always got to be yeah. some 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 self-doubt you know and I really hated yeah. that I really hated that situation for Daniel Cormier and that's as much as I want to touch on that because that yeah. can be a, its own topic in its own and we again we're which we're, we're, we're trying to do a hard stop and and we're trying <laughs> to actually get something everyone yeah. wants to listen to and we and we could certainly do that for episode ninety-nine of or episode one hundred. Yeah. Write it in the Tuesday. comments.
1: Write in the comments what you want us to talk about next time. Hundred percent. Now and then we'll yes.
0: do it. Yes, people definitely comment because well, people are scared to talk to me. They they DM me in private. They, nobody nobody yeah. wants to comment in the comment section because they think yeah. their opinions are going to get torn oh, apart. Man. All right, so let's go to topic three. By the way, great top five. I I really love that you had Nemiroff on that list. And I really, you know, and Bellator, I would have put McGeary in there. I mean, if he kept going the way he was going, Liam McGeary was just, uh, at the time, right? Prime McGeary was a savage. Um, So we are going to go to our... I just, did I put NFL pick six? <laughs> Let's UFC 295 pick six. because uh, Yeah, no NFL, boys. This is all mixed martial arts. And in this case, this is the UFC. This is 295. Let's start with the main event. Let's go s- split 60 seconds, um, 30 and 30 for Yuri Prohaska versus Alex Pajeda. You go first, brother. The floor is yours.
1: I'm picking Alex Pereira to win this one. I just want to see him win. Uh, I think the guy is a superstar. I think him moving up makes the division more interesting. I think if Yuri does not get it done, I think Alex being the champion opens up a lot of very exciting fights that I'm interested to see. He's just a cool looking friggin' dude. I also, Yuri, I, I don't know if there's some sort of, I don't like the hair. I don't like the <laughs> style of this dude. It, it's weird. Cultural appropriation. <laughs> I, get this guy out of here. Uh, uh, Alex Paheya.
0: Let's go. So listen- Yuri, I mean, I really agree with the ponytail. It almost got him guillotine choked. He, knew, he almost wasn't even a champion against Glover Sechera, if you remember. But with that being said, this man has 29 wins, 25 of them by knockout, uh, including an impressive submission, one of his three submissions on the submission king, Glover And watching the Reyes fight, the dude has a chin. Reyes was loading up on that left hook, and this guy just kept coming. And he's going to keep coming against Pajeda. I got you up Nice. Yeah. So let's go to our second one. Our second one is Sergey Pavlovich versus Tom Aspinall. I'm glad I get. I said Sergey, (laughs) right? Because because there's another Sergey, right? There's a Spivak that's Sergey, right?
1: Yeah. Sergey, yeah, yeah. Sergey, and Sergey.
0: Yeah. All right, no, no gay for Serg, baby. No, no for gay, no for gay, Sergey, <laughs> for the MMA diehards. Y'all know what I mean. That's what's up. All right, so Sergei Pop pa- Pavlovich versus Tom Aspinall. I'm gonna go first on this one. All right, Tom Aspinall, 13 and three, six and one in the UFC. Oh, that doctor stoppage by Curtis Blades, one, one of the most complete fighters in the division, and that's the reason why I'm gonna be picking him. He's he's he can he's got knockout power in both hands he's got slick jiu-jitsu and uh, his wrestling's okay then pavlovich uh he's one of those guys where if he takes him down he still has to watch out if he's on his feet he has to watch him and any any fight where a guy has to watch out for all five rounds i have a hard time picking him i'm going aspinall
1: i am going with uh sergey i the englishmen have let me down a few times <laughs> them. and uh so this Screw is just betting right i'm doing this I'm doing this so that people watching this can make money. Uh, I'm saying Sergey. I just saw a stat that showed that he was what? Hold on one second here. He has, in terms of legendary KO runs, he is second longest UFC knockout streaks in history with six for Sergey Pavlovich. The only man that beats him, seven knockouts, Chuck Liddell. Wow.
0: Not to mention, well, Sergei. Alistair Overeem did, did, uh, caught him.
1: Alistair Overeem I, it doesn't him. Matter. I'm saying yeah. longest streak. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's the longest streaks. Yeah, yeah no UFC glossing. Knockout streaks. Nice. So he's six. I say he knocks out Aspinall and gets his seven. Ties the record. Wow.
0: You're right. Well, you had me at the Brits always let me
1: down. I mean, the rest of the 30s, like it's going to have been that.
0: All right. You're going to go first on this one. One share in a minute, baby. Share in a minute for our pick six. We got Mackenzie Dern versus Jessica Andrade.
1: Okay, I'm going to uh, defer my 30 seconds so that instead you can just post pictures of Mackenzie Dern.
0: All right, You're cool. Welcome. The rest of mine's, listen, Je- Mackenzie.
1: Wait, it, hold on. You can't talk. There's 30 seconds of just pictures. I want you to edit in here the most beautiful pictures of Mackenzie Dern and so that everyone can see who my pick is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's Mackenzie Dern, man. You she can't unring to-
0: that <laughs> bell. Now I got to put in the pictures. Very good. Very good. Yeah, okay, go. <laughs> All right. Listen, this is a mismatch from hell. All right. Jessica Andrade is on a slide, uh, though Tatiana uh, Suarez was an undefeated problem for her. So, I mean, I don't really uh, uh, weigh that much into that loss because no one's going to beat Suarez. She's undefeated. She's a nasty BJJ Savage. She's an amazing wrestler. So she's she has the ability to control whether her fight is on its feet. Or on the ground something that bjj people don't have so you have the mixture of wrestling and that she's a problem she gets your hand on you she's gonna win the match she can win. she could probably win this match and not even throw a strike yeah uh, uh, um that's she's she's on that level and you're right we could have we could have shared 30 seconds on that and use the last 30 but now but man now i got some work to do after this thanks a Gotta lot <laughs>
1: hey you're you know what you're welcome yes yeah. dude well so look you, you didn't get all you didn't get
0: all dressed yeah. up for nothing right we gotta we gotta put okay. some editing we gotta put some work into this yeah let's go i on that blazer though man that looks like a dunhill like, you, look, you look like a you look like a brit for a canadian for a canadian you're a hell of a brit look at that look at well, that there thing. you go <laughs> all right um i'm gonna go first on this and our fifth match is Matt Frivola. No, fourth match is Matt Frivola versus Benoit St. Dennis. And I, I always say Benoit because I'm a, i am I mean, I was a former the wrestler cribler, and you baby. know, you know, you know, I mean, we could talk about what really happened that night. I'm a conspiracy nun. I mean, I should have asked you about your favorite conspiracies, but we're not here to talk about conspiracies. We have 60 seconds and I'm going to pick a winner. Matt Frivola has insane KO power. Uh, Tricky KO power. Drop Drew Dober. That slippy right hand counter. Um, his third fight in almost two years. I'd like to see him more active. Benoit. Uh, what a war he had against Tiago Moises. He's willing to slug, and if Frivola is willing to slug with this person, he's not gonna win. And I think he is. I think he's gonna get sucked into it, and it's right where Benoit wants him to go. And that's why I'm picking St. Denis.
1: Oh, you are picking St. Denis. I am. Okay. Uh, I am going with the same thing. I'm mm. going with St. Denis as well. My reason is a little bit more conspiratorial and analytical. But as we know, Benoit or Benoit is similar to Chris Benoit, the WCW wrestler, who is part of the four horsemen. And he's the fourth fight on this card. Numerology is a real thing. No. Four Four horsemen, fourth fight of our pick. You go with
0: Saint Denis, man. You gotta love these freaking Canadians, right? They insist on saying Benoît, but right, but but they don't want to be Denis, right? If you're gonna go Benoît, say Saint Denis, say no, right? No, huh? it's Denis.
1: It's, it's d- French. It's Benoît Saint Denis.
0: But it's not Benoit.
1: Maybe I don't know. You said but that, I but that, no, but saying I'm saying, saying if you're, you're gonna go
0: Benoît, then don't do the other French thing. Benoit? If you're gonna go St. if you're gonna go, Saint
1: maybe, maybe. Yes. I don't know. Because. it depends on how he wants to pronounce his name though. So I don't know. I in, in all honesty, I yeah. don't really follow these. Yeah, guys like they saying I feel, Canada, I feel, I feel that it's weird that these guys are even on this high on this. Car <laughs> like they say, in that- Canada,
0: there ain't no such things as halfway crooks. <laughs> He's like, No, that's Queens, New York, dude. What do you yeah. what do you say? <laughs> hey, RIP Prodigy big up mob deep one of my favorite rap groups that was ha- um, uh, um, Shook ones. Sorry, shook ones. I was thinking survival at a fetus by Mob Deep. All right, so match number five. Uh, you go first on this one. We got Tabitha Richie, if, if we want to be all uh, all linguistic about it, <laughs> against Lupe Godinez. Go ahead, baby.
1: Yeah, Fight Insight podcast, baby. One of my very first Canadian MMA fighters that we had on the podcast was Lupe Godinez she is a killer she's a monster i will always appreciate her for coming on my podcast and so therefore i cannot pick against lupita godinez Uh, i think she gets the win she's a killer she's very very good i think this is an excellent matchup though like this fight is crazy good it should be higher on the card it should be above the mat for vola fight uh but lupi godinez
0: Nice. You know, Richie had a really nasty throw and in, transition into an armbar against Jessica yep. Benet, and, and it's one of those things that make you look out for everything. But but Godinez is is not going to put her in that position. Godinez is in your face twenty four seven. When she gets hit, you're in, she's in your face. When she hits you, she's in your face. She she doesn't give anyone a chance to create space. So yeah. and a lot and a lot of times those judo throws or whatever that require leverage require some space and require you you to be on your on the right side of the cage. So that's why I'm going with you on this one. I'm going to go It's all right. B- great victory against Elise Reed. Uh, and she's going to have a great victory this weekend. She's
1: uh- also, she's <laughs> also upped her game. So for those that don't mm-hmm. know, she was training in Canada mm-hmm. um, up until just, I believe, until her last fight after though um, some, you know, some good wins and a few unfortunate losses. She's now has gone down to Mexico and she's training with Alexa Grasso. So she's gone down to Mexico. She's training full time down there. I think that makes her even more deadly, and so that's why I'm giving her the slight edge over Reaching.
0: Nice. All right. Yeah. So for the last one, we, guys, we usually do pick six on Sports Debate Tuesday because we, we started with the NFL, but we're doing MMA, and we we ran into we stumbled onto a great idea. We're gonna go pick six, but except except it, it's pick five. And the six matches the match flying under the radar that that no one's talking about that they really need to take a serious look. And for this, we're going to have one whole minute apiece on this. All right, we're going to do the why on this because oh. because it's important. Um, I'm going to go first on this one and. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's almost not fair because you might actually have the same <laughs> match. So <laughs> I'm going to go first on this one. I'm going to go Jared Gordon against Mark Matson. All right, Jared Gordon, originally from Queens, New York. I'm a little biased. I'm a native New Yorker. I'm a Brooklyn kid, Upper West Side. So I'm always uh, affectionate to my own. But when you consider this guy's story, right, he had a, uh, he's addicted to painkillers and subsequently heroin. From ages 19 to, 19 to 23, he was homeless. He was panhandling. He was admitted to a psych ward on multiple occasions somehow got back into fighting and then got injured against Lentz and wound up on painkillers again and overdosed three times in two. Those times was technically dead. Was legally dead for two minutes. Twice. So survive painkillers, survive homelessness, survived uh, uh, neurological and medical addiction to to illegal drugs and legal drugs, and here he is standing tall. And a match against Paddy Pimblett, I I thought, man, that was nonsense. He beat yeah, he beat Paddy that match. All right, and I, I checked with twenty two out of twenty three outlets, and they all said the same thing. They were like, "Look, no one got screwed because it, okay. it was that close. But if they had to pick someone, they pick Gordon. And I'm picking Gordon over the Olympic silver medalist. Uh, um, my, um, sorry, um. Mark Madison. Yeah, Olympic silver medalist MMA. He's seamless and, and like most wrestlers he he decides whether the fights on its feet and on, on and on the ground, but um yeah. yeah, it's a tough match and I have no reason to pick Gordon cuz I know he struggles stylistically against these guys, but I think he's going to pull it through. Madison Square Garden.
1: Yeah. Good mm. choice. My pick is wait, when does this come out? When do we release this?
0: Tomorrow tomorrow, or tonight. Okay, okay.
1: So I have it on very good information. I'm picking the same fight, Jared Gordon versus Mark Madison, but I have it on very, very good uh, word that Jared Gordon is about ready to kick ass and is going to fucking finish this dude. Do you know why? No. (laughs) Because I spoke with Jared Gordon two days ago on our podcast, it comes out on Thursday. He was the guest of the Fight Insight podcast. This dude, to be honest, I didn't think he was gonna be a great guy. I didn't think I was really gonna get along with him. And instead, the guy is the most genuine, humble, good man. And for everything that you said, all the things that he's overcome in his life, the last two fights, very crazy fights. The Patty Pimblett fight, very controversial. That everybody believes he won, and then the the Bobby Green fight with the headbutt thing. That was a controversial stoppage. She was doing very well before yeah, that. Nobody's fight. fault,
0: right? Yeah, nobody's fault.
1: Jared Gordon. Jared Gordon is on a tear. He's ready to fucking kick ass. If you if things were different, he would have just been coming off a win off of Patty Pimblett and off of Bobby Green we'd be having a far different conversation. Think about I think that. Gets it. I think this guy gets it done. I'm glad that the UFC gave him this high-level, high spot. Mm-hmm. on the card and and with a very good opponent but i think jared gordon gets it done he's my friend for life friend of the podcast friend of mine
0: you know i'm actually glad you gave me a reason as to the why because i picked him for no reason like <laughs> with styles making matchups uh this is not yeah, a good yeah. matchup for him this dude is a constant listen Mattson, Mark, mattson's yeah. a constant pressure guy and he got look he got cracked way too many times the last match in his loss uh, um i mean we could get into to the why on, on that but but um i forget who he was you fought. Let me let me take a look at that. Madsen. Yeah, Madsen got sweet with Jesus Madsen. got KO'd by someone. You yeah, you could look it up as I continue to talk about this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, with no reason to pick Gordon. um Very Grant much Grand Dawson submitted yes. by Grand Dawson submitted. But it wasn't. It was a submission. But dude, no, it was like a beatdown. Yeah,
1: because it, it was mid of the until until he yeah. gave
0: him a way out. All right, let me just call. it I'm not trying to say you know these fighters are quitters i'm not in that right i'm not in that whatever yes, yes. yeah sometimes you, that he got beat down and then found a way out to tap out And i mean let's yeah, just yeah, i'm yeah, just gonna yeah. call it what it is i'm not i'm not getting i wouldn't say that. that
1: to him to his face no
0: i wouldn't ahead. either but he, he might self-examine he <laughs> might beat me up yeah, it afterward yeah. and
1: be like is that guy right um no, no but jared no jared gordon told me that he didn't he didn't even want to train these last two weeks he's been ready to fight He's been itching to go. He says he is ready, top of his game, blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. let's see it.
0: Yeah. So for me, yeah, I'm going with him because I got to have faith. All right. This guy, yeah. to quote the song, I, I know my kingdom awaits. they forgive forgiven my mistakes. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Tell the world I'm coming home.
1: You better walk out to that song, actually, because he's from New York. Yes. Like you said. He should walk out to that song. I love it when people do that when they come yes. to their hometown. And do that or
0: song. catch that that I'm from New York thing, right? Catch that bus down on my wrist. I got to put her on my bucket list. I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips. I'm from New York what you thought um all right so that's the end of our pick five slash one still still affectionately named pick six let's go into talk topic number four this is always one of my personal favorites though this subject might be um not one of my favorites but ladies and gentlemen regardless i bring you to shame or not to shame
1: shame 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 (laughs) <laughs> All right. I, was, sh- think, I sh- was thinking about you and this show because the last time we did that segment they, we, you played that shame yeah. part I was watching a show on Netflix called Bodies uh-huh. and, and there's a part where the guy's in the jail cell and they go shame, shame and I was like shame <laughs>
0: Isn't that awesome? All right, to shame or not to shame? 60 seconds. Ingano, uh, Francis Engano fought uh, uh, Fury two weeks ago, which wound up in a split decision in favor of Fury, all right? Now, a lot of people thought that Engano won the fight. Um, and, I, and I guess when it's my turn, I'll get into who I thought won the fight. But I guess the question is to shame or not to shame on two parts, on the, the decision on who won the fight and the decision to make the fight shame shame or no shame
1: i'm going shame on on the on the decision uh, i'm going i don't know like that it was very very close what i will say i'm going to flip this around a little bit and i apologize but i'm going shame on in ganu you idiot and shame on your coaches you're in the 10th round you've survived against the greatest of all time You should have gone all out in that 10th round. There should be no reason. I would rather see you get knocked out. I would still be such a fan of yours had you been knocked out in the 10th as i am today so you had nothing to lose by putting it all on the line and fucking go for it you had him man you had him i feel like you had it at the end of that 10th round at the end of that bell when that bell rang you should have fallen to the floor in exhaustion and you did not meaning you still had stuff in the tank and to have the chance to beat tyson fury you will never have that again in your life and you blew it so shame on uh, shame on and
0: nice perfect two seconds the spare on the horn my dude all right
1: so add a pic at when you go into the post-production add a picture of mackenzie dern for those two seconds
0: dude mackenzie dern is going to be you're like, welcome uh, to the, the <laughs> family <laughs> dude maybe you have to send me the picture because look now no, now oh, that, oh. now that i have right, to edit right, it in right. you got to send the picture because i'm not gonna i'm go-
1: a married man i don't have any of those photos we on married but we ain't blind come older. on do you have I, eyes really
0: my brother what's what i
1: don't know all
0: right uh, anyway I'm actually gonna go uh, uh, split on this. I'm gonna go in no shame and Francis and game for taking the fight. It's a, um, a big money opportunity. It was a money. It was one of those things that didn't exactly kill it in the pay per view, but it didn't hurt his brand because pay per views compared to what? No more or less than a pay per view fight that he would have had in the UFC. So he lost in the boxing in re, in, uh, in regards to pay per view pay per views actually the, numerically, but he's still gonna win because it was still gonna be more, including the pay. So why not test your why not test your medal against the, the greatest in the world? Now, shame goes, no shame goes to the decision. I know everyone sees like a knockdown and assumes someone won the fight for for all of those rounds because of one knockdown, but consider this, like Conor McGregor knocked down Nate Diaz twice, but at the end of the round was covering up in the second round, so it was one of those things. It was like, he should have won 10 because he knocked him down twice, but I'm like, you didn't see how the the last 30 seconds of that fight finished. He he escaped that round. So so it's one of those things where I go no shame both ways. No shame in the fight, no shame in the decision, no shame in anyone's game it was worth making. um, Maybe they could have done a better job promoting it because i didn't even know i totally forgot that that yeah. match happened I, it, it was on a saturday afternoon My my
1: my co-host mm. my co-host messaged me in the fourth round yeah like, are you watching so you're watching this? i was like oh shit,
0: you're like I watching forgot. what
1: <laughs> you're like yeah dude. because it was early plus like really i i forgot about it there wasn't much uh you know promotion for it really not not on Nothing. my end i wasn't seeing tons of promotion yeah so I, I almost missed it too I went back and watched it in full too but yeah I,
0: I guess yeah you're right I think I take that back and I like to go back into that minute and say the shame is comes to the people promoting it because I totally forgot I saw YouTube I saw clips of the weigh-ins and I'm like oh that matches tomorrow there was no fight week about it there was no 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 hype about it I'm not saying you had to go full Floyd you know visit four cities and and, and, and trash each other uh, to, to make it happen but they could, could have done a better job with that and like you said I had beat volleyball practice i'm a coach and i came back and i found out the fight was already over and i'm just like do i want to know who and now and right now like a moron you have a decision to make do you want to know who won right away or do you want to just like stay off of of twitter and and find out who won later right so well the
1: yeah but the problem is though like you do need to promote because i know you're saying like who cares about the numbers or you're kind of saying that but like ten buys is that what that's what i read Ten thousand buys Ooh. it was like nothing like it was like nothing nothing now obviously you know uh a lot of people stream and all that but i i don't know i read ten thousand wow. buys i don't know if that's real I, no one ever gives any real numbers anymore no but here's the thing there Why are more views at
0: the, for the weigh-in
1: <laughs> well but then because it's free, it's free. right like but th- that's ah. the problem but i don't think that these saudi backers or saudi investors can continue to just pour money in for oh, no Yes, they return. can. Oh yes, they can. But for no return? For, for That's think, Arab money.
0: That's Arab money. What are you talking about? I don't know. That's Arab I guess. money. Yes,
1: but it's it's just stupid though. But then if we're gonna say that, well then then they could pay for you and I to fight each other and then say we're some of the greatest. Yes. Money well money. Yeah,
0: it's because it doesn't BS. have to it be does... money well spent for them. You you I'm not talking about no, is I, it no, worth the money. The I'm return... talking about who's
1: paying for it. But the return on investment shows that nobody really cared about it. So you're, when we but say- But you're talking like,
0: about a group of, I'm going interrupt you. You're talking about a group of people that will probably have old money that they use, they throw in the fireplace to keep the wood burning. I know, <laughs> okay, I know, I know. $100 yes. bills. They're throwing in the fireplace to keep the wood burning.
1: <laughs> That's fine, but what I'm <laughs> saying- is not though, a return investment. It really, but it really shows that nobody cares about it. Like mm-hmm. it shows that like, right. look, you were you fighting the greatest boxer of all time. You're possibly the greatest heavyweight MMA fighter yeah and nobody's buying it across the world Mm. like it is kind of weird like i guess it's the world we live in or the environment we live in and stuff like that with streaming and whatever but like no promotion Uh no buys it is indicative of something it it, it tells us something what it is maybe i don't know but
0: we're doing that next episode by the way top heavyweights of all time Oh, there you go. And you know what? That's you know what? That's not on the UFC map. That's all over the map because if you remember there was a 10-year period where six of the top 10 heavyweights in the row weren't even in the promotion. Right. Uh, and yeah. when Junior dos Santos and Cain Velasquez were rivaling, everybody else was in strike force. Right? Yeah. You had Fedor, yeah. you had um Overeen, Daniel Cormier. Uh, at that time Big Bigfoot was in my in my top 10 top 15 and you just and it's just, we- I know it's weird because it, in retrospect, it's like, dude, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, I just, I just, go ahead. Yeah.
1: All no, right. no, no, no. Same.
0: Perfect. So, all right, guys, we're going on to topic number five. This topic is called quick question. Alright, so quick question, my man. True or false? O'Malley will be championed by uh, through December
1: 2024.
0: No, no. Okay, quick question. Should a fighter be in the rankings if they have not fought in a year?
1: Um, I guess it depends if they are injured, then I would say, yeah, it's okay to leave them in there, although they should be moving around as other things happen. But if you are n- not accepting fights, or if you're in contract disputes or something like that, no, then you maybe should be pulled out.
0: Yeah, I'm actually going to go with you on that one. And, and the first topic, I didn't answer that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go yes with Sugar Sean. Uh, um, oh. if, especially if we believe he's going to beat Chido Varan, especially, I mean, if he, if he, he's going to not give Marab a, a title shot, um, quick question. Should Derek Lewis retire?
1: Should Derek Lewis retire? He, well, he's retired once before and then he's come back. So I don't even know what his current, uh, contract
0: is. Yeah. I don't know what well, I don't know what his
1: current contract is. I don't know what his current run is even for. Is it just for money? Is it for him to get some money and then cash out and see you later? I mean, will the guy ever be champion? No, obviously. Like we see that now, right? Like we see the losses to Pavlovich. Right. We see the losses here. Um, yeah, he's not gonna be champion. So should he retire? No, get that money while you can and uh yeah. like run out that contract and get all the money possible before you retire. I say don't stop until someone stops you, meaning like right. the organization stop you, but just keep fighting, dude. If yeah. you're not getting badly hurt, do it for your family and for your money.
0: I agree. I, I'd like to see him fight a couple of more fights. I don't know if he, he got a new deal with him. I think he was looking for a new fight deal or whatever. And he's still putting butts in seats. And he's still entertaining. And I, I, I certainly will tune in every time he fights no matter who he fights against. Um, um, but as far as never being champion, I'm forced to, to painfully agree with you because the heavyweight division, in fact, any division, is there's no room for an incomplete fighter to be champion of the world, right? I mean, Alex Pereira yeah. was the only exception that rewrote that rule, and that was very, very temporary. Um, yeah. <clears throat> should Francis Lewis come back to the UFC? Quick question.
1: Should who? Francis
0: Fran- Francis Nganu.
1: Francis Lewis. Francis, is it, <laughs> Francis Lewis is Francis a high Lewis. school in Queens, New uh, York. <laughs> should Francis and Gannon come back to the UFC hell no no of course not no you got to stand by your principles as a man as a as an individual as a professional I think you got to stand by your principles and you got to say like no you know there, you don't always forgive and forget, right? He had right. bad relations. He felt like he was disrespected and whatnot. No matter what money they throw on the table, which will not be anywhere close to like eight million a fight or whatever. Right. Uh, I think, I think you stand by your principles and you say, no, I'd rather look. He signed to the PFL, right. he's doing the super fight division, all that crap. We'll see what happens, but no, never go back to UFC. Stand by your morals, stand by what you wanted because they will never give in to the demands that you wanted that you said you were fighting for they're you're not going to they're not going to allow a third corner they're not going to allow the fighter uh, advocate they're not going to allow all those things that you were saying you were standing for so you damn well can't go back and not get those things which we know the UFC will never give so be a man of your word See you later. That's fine. We'll we'll support you in other things.
0: Well, for me, it's a very for the very uh, operative word principle that I think he should come back and fight. Right? He said he was going to fight John Jones, and he should come back for the simple reason that he sh- He said he should. Now he ain't getting no eight million dollars, but there's got to be some kind of meeting in the middle where everybody's happy with pay per pay per view points, paid sponsors, and this and that. But you you knock out Stipe Miocic. you don't give Stipe his rematch, right? You don't you um you don't you don't face John Jones, even though you said you want to fight. John Jones and John Jones wants to fight him this is on principle. if we're driven by principle let's not forget the principle of giving the people what they want giving the fans what they want and on that principle that's why I believe he should come back Uh, um, but like you said there's a difference between being used for 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 cheap you know, for, for cheap amounts of money and, and him standing his ground and knowing his value, knowing his worth. I'm not being dismissive at that argu- that argument. But if you're going to cite as a pretext principle, uh, um, then I got to go the other way for um, what I what I what I believe is also principle. So we covered our yeah. bases on that. Yeah a quick question um will conor mcgregor ever fight again in the ufc this is a quick question last time and i'm going to re-asking that every time because i think we're going to come up with different answers things have
1: not changed things have not changed for me no i think he does not i think the guy is juiced to the gills and i Mm -hmm. think like this whole thing with usada being gone and now them switching over to dfsi and usada giving allegations that, that that ufc may have been pushing for him to be able to exclude the six uh month rule blah 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 the six month p test or the yep. whatever uh no yeah. i, I remember how that
0: worked does. out yeah remember last time they 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 went through that trust system with brock lesnar and, and how did All that work out guys yeah I, I, history I think, will I think, repeat itself mm-hmm. yeah
1: i think things are messed up i think he's like i don't know he's and then who's he gonna fight I, I think he's probably. No offense, but I think he's a little bit concerned with coming back and losing pretty badly. Because you look at the possible contenders. You got Chandler. You got Gaethje. You got Dustin Poirier. Those are guys that are probably you know not who you want to fight. He would want. He
0: would like want like like to fight Tony because Tony at this time is, is oh, on a. Lo- give me a break. That's what I'm saying. It's on a losing streak.
1: No, no look, this is bullshit. I, I know. Look, I but you know, but
0: you, but you know, he would want to. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying of I of course But that's. But that's I don't want him to fight tony but,
1: no that's <laughs> pathetic you might as well fight forrest griffin while you're at it like yeah if you're just gonna pick like old fighters to fight and plus you're all juiced up so like no man that, that's what was his
0: last right. win say it with me what was his last win donald cerrone right so it's oh, it's it's, it's one a, of those his last win but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I'm. That's yeah, crazy. No. he didn't even throw a sh- i I'm not yeah, saying I that. Also, no, but I also listen. Don't like I want, him. But I want to be very clear that I don't want him to fight Tony. I'm just saying that there was oh, a yeah, time. There was a time he wouldn't touch that fight. He got to jump the line, right? He got to beat Alvarez and and he saw Khabib and he saw all the uh, the the most savage division. And he's like, Nah, I want to uh, uh, big fights, big fights. I want to fight you know this guy. And and eventually he got shamed in the fighting. The number one contender who at the time was Khabib Nurmagomedov. But I'm. Yeah. Thinking Thinking he's he's thinking that Tony Ferguson's ripe for the pickings and and I don't it's not a fight I want it's definitely not a fight that you want but I'm I'm thinking the his only path back into the UFC is, is 300 300 is enough time to, to shake off the juice and he doesn't think he needs to be juiced to fight someone like Tony Ferguson he ain't gonna oh, fight no, Chandler he's
1: not fighting he's not fighting Tony totally. look the Chandler only will, fight will that- knock his
0: head clean off his shoulders.
1: The only fight I really want to see him do, and it's impossible and it's not going to happen, is, but I want to see him go to BKFC and I want him to fight either. I want to I want to see him fight the winner of Platinum Mike Perry versus Eddie Alvarez, which happens December 2nd. Check out BKFC.com. Oh, man. BKFC. See? But see, I owe you money.
0: Not- I got to go get my wallet, man. You're going to be expensive, man.
1: Platinum Platinum Mike Perry like when he was there at the last Platinum Mike Perry fight at BKFC and walked into the ring and did cut that whole promo and all that that was insane if the UFC can somehow figure out how to cross promote with BKFC and let Conor McGregor fight the winner of Eddie Alvarez versus Mike Perry that is money Golden. in the bank like fucking nothing That would put you've ever done bare before. knuckle
0: over the I mean, I don't know where they are in terms of red and the black, but let me tell you something that might change their sport forever if well, Connor. It would be
1: crazy to see that happen. So, you, so you want things. to see him
0: fight Mike Perry, but
1: not, but not Tony Ferguson. <laughs> because Mike Perry, what do you mean? Mike Perry's in his prime. Mike Perry's still kicking ass. He really is. Tony Ferguson, I don't even know how he got up this morning. Like that, I mean, no offense, but that guy has seen a lot of damage and has looked very badly in his last few fights. Actually, he's yeah.
0: looked pretty good until he's gotten knocked out. Like Bobby Green. Yeah, Bobby you can't Green. Keep
1: getting knocked out. You can't no. keep getting knocked out like that. It is bad for your health. Yep. It is bad for you overall. I don't know. I no, don't know. his Mike chin. Green. No,
0: listen. His chin's not right for the sport anymore. But you consider before he got knocked out by Chandler, he was winning that fight. You know, the only fight that I thought he was just actively losing was against I guess Bob, it's just, Bobby. I Green. guess to
1: me, it's, I guess to me, it's just when you get knocked out mm. in such a savage way. Yes. Scary man, it's really scary. And I, if, me, if it happens one time, that's one thing. But when it's happening consecutively, right. fight after fight after fight. But let's. I don't know
0: sorry let's, let's I want to end this by 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 being biased for a little bit and say forget about Tony Ferguson so anyone who watches this show that's worth a damn Conor McGregor Bobby Green give Bobby Green his fight cause everyone everyone, would, everyone would love everyone would love to see Bobby Green Conor wants a, a fighter that, that probably potentially won't take him down though, though Bobby Green's got that yeah. in his toolbox too give Bobby Green his rub Conor McGregor if you're listening that's a fight where the fans want to see it that's a fight where a stylist it's a dream for everybody that's a fight where both guys who came from nothing who, who wound up to something and have these great comeback stories it does there's, there's no there's no rivalry it doesn't have you know it doesn't have to be this active hate to be this fight where it was going to be like oh my god i'm salivating over this i'm 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 all right i'm a prisoner of the moment i'm biased and my guess is you are too um let's go bobby against connor you know uh, or yeah. or
1: I I like it. I like that. But uh, I like that. But I worry that that's not sellable, and that the UFC wouldn't see that as the crazy money fight. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't. I I love Bobby Green with all my heart. He's my he's my favorite of all time. Right. But I just don't know that he would do it. I also love Bobby to the point where I don't know that I'd want him in that kind of emotional event Mm -hmm. because I feel like I. In my uneducated opinion, I've seen Bobby where like sometimes being in weird spots kind of bothers him. Again, I've spoken to him, I, I've I've talked to him, interviewed him. He's a great guy, but he's a very emotional, real human being. Oh. And I feel like, and I feel like, to get into those uh, media scrums with McGregor being like a total asshole and all that, like what we saw with Diaz when Diaz kind of shrunk away from it. It's a weird spot to put someone. And I feel like I wouldn't even want to see Bobby in that.
0: Yeah, you don't want to see somebody in that who's about that life. (laughs) Right? You know, and I agree. No, because watch, remember Floyd Mayweather and McGregor? When McGregor insults people, oh, he's, he's the brash Irishman or whatever, right? But then when Floyd went straight up street on him then everybody was like, "Oh, it was a sh- it was an s show. It was a crap show. Oh, it's bad for the sport." And I'm like, "Oh, it wasn't bad for the sport when Connor was talking all that nonsense, though, right? He's he's cultural. He's yeah. Irish. That's the way yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But when Floyd yeah. went straight street on him, you know, uh, I'm and I mean went straight street on him, yeah. all of a sudden, oh, this is bad for it's a crap show. And and I see a lot of that with Bobby Green. I see Bobby Green. Literally getting, getting up and, and smacking him, smacking his dude on his peasy ass head for saying something disrespectful and only, yeah, yeah, only yeah. for everyone to say this is bad for the sport when the guy, like you said, who perpetuates all that stuff. It's like he can do it, and no yeah. one, when no one does anything back, it's 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 okay. It's it's good it's for the sport. It, yeah. I mean, it, and and, w- and it boils over. Boils over with It boils over yeah. with Namagomedov. Everyone's like, yeah. "Oh, what's wrong with Khabib?" I'm like, "What are you yeah. talking about? What, yeah, are you yeah, talking? Yeah. what are you talking? You talk you insult yeah. someone's wife." You'll tell someone's yeah. religion. Some people don't play that. Free speech. Yeah. No, free speech in America protects you from government persecution. It don't protect you from a Khabib style bear wrestling butt whooping yeah, yeah. that make yeah. that yeah. dominates yeah. you for four rounds until you say uncle. Um yeah. all right, we got two minutes of our time, which is all I really want to spare about this. Um Ariel had a little spat with Chael Sonnen that some people thought was like a work, but it kind of wasn't because it got a little personal. And I want to go first for 30 seconds on this. I think I commented on Ariel's selection saying the whole thing was exhausting, but... Uh, I wanted to let him know that I have different opinions, but I support his show because he was he was there from day one. In fact, he was the only guy, and, and he was the measuring stick that everyone wants to compare their MMA podcast to. But with that being said, you can't say I get to say whatever I want to share because we're friends and friends talk about each other. But then previously spent an entire episode playing the victim or going on Twitter saying, oh, he called me a weasel. That had dip- implication. Oh, he's gone too far and this and that. So, you, so for me, I was mad at Ariel because you can't have it both ways. You can't say I could say what I want because we're like brothers, but then go on Twitter the, the before you said that almost almost two days apart, playing the victim, playing the yeah. victim. I didn't I didn't I didn't like it. I didn't like it, and, and for me, I'm sorry. But what if the person you called a weasel is acting like a weasel? <laughs> hmm. Anything you'd like to do? You want to skip on this one? <laughs> How hard is your? No, stop? I feel
1: no. I feel. Look, I feel like as a you know as a media person myself right and interviewing people and things like that i understand that if i were to say something on my podcast or i were to post something Mm -hmm. i have to be aware that the person i'm saying it about can see it and i have to think of myself as being somewhat impartial i can say hey you're my favorite fighter hey i love you blah 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 all that kind of stuff but in the end i do have to uphold myself and i'm not even true media. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm 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 a novice. I'm an amateur. I'm a whatever. But I still try to uphold myself to some level of respect for everybody, right? right? And I can have my opinions, of course, and I can say things to try and get and elicit a response from the fans or from the the person that I'm speaking to, but in general I have to be respectful. Right. I don't appreciate when I see Ariel go so deep and so hard i think it's a little bit silly like it's it's either it's a contrived work or it's just nonsense or it's just like why would you do something like that i feel sometimes we maybe get a little bit too big for our britches and we think we're better than we are or we think that we're more powerful or more important than we really are yeah. and i think in this world you have to be a little bit more respectful of everybody around you no matter what you think about them Yeah as a media person putting out supposedly impartial content, but maybe you're not, I don't know, this world is so weird. Maybe, maybe you're just like, Hey, I am who I am. And if I hate you, I can tell you to F off and whatever, but that's why I'm not watching. Sorry. That's not why I am watching you. I'm watching you because I think that you're a media professional and an impartial person. So when you take those hard lines and act like that, it does throw me off and I don't like it. Right. Um, And I will say, I felt like, Chale, if you watch that whole thing i feel like he stayed on that interview far too long than he should have i feel like he, well, he i don't agree he, with he, where well, he came to celebrate
0: the win right he went on to celebrate the win
1: i guess but Chail was weird too and he had his weird arguments and angles that he was trying to take it but i feel like once he saw or once ariel saw where this was going both of them should have said but, hey <laughs> you know what I, I gotta go yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Don't hang up like that. I feel like you should have exited in a better way. But ultimately I put more of the the fault on Ariel for that whole interaction and say, like, hey, as the professional in that moment on your show, you need to take control and see where this is going. But then you can't help but think, maybe he's doing this for the clicks and the likes. Maybe,
0: so. well, it, was, it, it it got triple digits. It got 715,000 views, right? He was only wrong in two respects. I thought he was wrong when he said, don't be a coward, say it to my face. What does that have to do with anything? Don't be a coward, say it to my face, right? The guy, and Ch- Chael is like, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what that was about. Like, be, what does being a coward and, and and have to do with that? That that was a personal attack. Also in the beginning, like, he's like, do you apologize to me because I was right and you were wrong about how it turned out? You don't apologize to, for, for, for picking an event right that's because that's like taking credit for for what francis singano did you why are you taking right. credit for something someone else did right you you know i mean
1: yeah no it was yeah. it was a whole weird thing it started out very much like they're friends and they're just jibbing each other yeah because it was but then, the but bad then guy got, Ariel, and the weird. bad guy but yeah then it got, yeah but then it got weird and just yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. i don't care
0: yeah, no. yeah i know yeah mean, I mean, that's I mean, not
1: my vibe that's not why i like to watch yeah. in all honesty i started to watch it and then it, it, it kind of sickened me to the point where i was going to turn it off not that i'm right. a pussy or anything like that but just like i was just like all eh, right i don't really enjoy this but then i listened to it just so that i could talk about it like on my show or on your right. show you know what i mean so i could be educated it. about it mm-hmm. but it was painful to watch man and I, yeah it says a lot about society if you're watching that shit and you enjoy that stuff yeah like, it, and like, we're and, and dude
0: we're three minutes past um uh, of, of, of even yeah, yeah. Sorry, indulging sorry. in this conversation no the hard stop is yours so um oh, yes, it's it it's um but i appreciate you staying on the extra three minutes to even indulge in that because it is important he is he is one of the more important journalists and and whatever and and I, I have so much respect for the guy but it but again it doesn't mean it, it, um my respect for him doesn't affect my critical thinking skills nor does it yeah. yours of uh, click your 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 website again let everybody know who, who you're about because we got yeah, yeah we to do this we're gonna do this again for the next dude, evolution dude,
1: dude, dude this is important look i know a lot of you watch this and i and i appreciate you watching this and please come on over to my podcast after you watch this one always watch this podcast first And then your second favorite podcast can be mine. It is the fight insight podcast. Check us out. Instagram, YouTube, whatever at fight insight podcast. Check us out. i made mention a few times. I dropped some uh, bombs here, but uh, you know, we have guests every week, every single week. We have guests from around the world of combat sports, UFC, Bellator, whatever this week, two guests. I got Jared Gordon and Bellator bantamweight champion, Rafion Stotts. So I got two Two guests this week. Next week, we've got guests. Every week, we've got wow. guests. Come check
0: it out. I'm definitely t- t- tuning into the Jared Gordon thing. Text him and tell him he's got a fan. Tell him he's got a native yeah. New Yorker that, that really re- appreciates his journey. Once again, yeah, boys, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Tell the world I'm coming home. This is episode 99 of Sports Debate Tuesday. That man is Timmy B. I'm Jason DeBiz. We're going to hit my music. We, we're out.